Good morning and welcome to episode 50 of the Morning Light Show. Yesterday in episode 49, I talked about being a dream supporter versus a dream squasher. And it dawned on me that I left you with the question, what do you really, really want? But that that is a really difficult question for some people to answer. So today's episode is all about what to do to be able to answer the question of what do you really, really want for yourself? Welcome to the Morning Light Show. I'm your host, Adair Cates. This show will offer you insights and inspiration to free your spirit, open your heart, and start your day off light and bright. I was having a coaching session recently and talking with a client about creating a three to five year vision, which is something that I work on with my clients quite often. And when I asked her the question, what do you really, really want? I could tell from the look on her face on the video conference that she got like pretty overwhelmed. And that is actually completely normal. So if you're one of those people who, when you think about the question, what do I really, really want? You kind of freak out a little bit on the inside. That's perfectly okay. There's actually a neuroscientific reason why you freak out. It's because the brain, you're asking the question to a brain, to the brain that it's really hard for it to answer. So our brains like to be able to see pictures of what it is that we're asking and answering. And so when you ask that question and you don't have an answer, you literally go to a place of like, blank. I don't know. And you're, you kind of brain kind of freaks out a little bit. And that is because it is a tough question to answer and it requires more resources. So especially if you're tired or hungry or have been overthinking something for a while or with this particular client, we had been processing a lot of different things. And so it can feel overwhelming to answer that question. And so instead, a better way to answer that question is when you have time for quiet reflection, or you can just kind of ask yourself maybe when you're driving or when you're taking a shower, which if you remember in past episodes, we've talked about that's the best time to have insights because your limbic center of your brain or the emotional center of your brain is quiet and it allows your prefrontal cortex brain to get online much more easily. Answering that question is tough. So give yourself the time and space to do that. And then I'm going to give you guys some other strategies today to help you answer that question more easily and more in flow. So we've already learned it's a big piece of it is the state that your brain is in. So make sure that your your limbic system is inactive. In other words, you don't want to be in a time of high emotion and answer this question. You want to be more in quiet reflection. You want to make sure that you've been well fed and that you're not too tired. Now, from there, I'd like to take you through something I did with this particular client, for example, because her comment was, how the heck do I know how far I can get in a three to five year period? I always like to offer that as the time frame. 10 years is probably too long. It's hard to imagine 10 years from now, but three to five years, we can wrap our head around a little bit more easily. A great way to do that is to look back three to five years and gauge how much you've been able to achieve and how much is different in your life and how much you've changed over that three to five year period. And that will likely inspire you with some energy to say, oh my gosh, wow, 
I did accomplish a lot over the last three to five years. And you can even sit and make a list of some of the things that you've achieved and accomplished. A good way to do this is to go back and look at your calendar or look at your Facebook page with your photos or your Instagram account and just reflect on how far you've come. We so rarely do that, especially if you're an achiever. You're always looking forward. You're always looking to that next thing. And we forget that we need to every once in a while build ourselves up and celebrate how far we've come over the last few years. It's Tony Robbins that says that we tend to overestimate what we can achieve in one year and underestimate what we can achieve in 10 years. Think about that because I I believe that's true. Sometimes we set ourselves up with these really high goals and expectations for 12 months out, but we probably really don't have a clue as to how far we can go in 10 years. Something else for you to think about as you're answering the question, what do I really, really want? If you don't know what the specific details are, that's perfectly okay. Think about how you want to feel. What is the emotion that you want to be most present in your life in three to five years? Is it joy? Is it gratitude? Is it abundance? Or maybe it's a combination of all of those things. And really allow yourself to get in that feeling space. I did an activity recently at a workshop that I led where I asked a group of women to think about how they want to feel and put that in a bubble in the middle. And then the from there to draw out lines and put bubbles all around with different ways that they can feel that now. And so for me, I put in the middle joy because that's an emotion that I always strive to feel. And then I came up with some very specific actions that I can take, some things that I can do that help me to feel joy. So one of the things I said was, you know, getting my nails done or walking through anthropology or pushing my girls on the swings at the park. So all of those activities bring me joy and help me access the emotion of what I want to feel in my future, which actually draws me closer to that future. And it will open up my mind for new ideas on how I can fill that in the future. So that's a really powerful way to start. If you don't know what you want, it's okay. Think about how you want to feel in the future. The other thing I would recommend is just give yourself time to daydream. Be like a child. Imagine the what ifs. Oh my goodness, what if I could live abroad for a year? What if I could live in this neighborhood in a house like this? What if I could work here and just start daydreaming, pondering, reflecting? You can do that actively throughout your day as you're going through your day, driving through different places in in your town or in your city, encountering different people, seeing different people. Maybe you see somebody who's wearing beautiful clothes that you would love to dress like that person. Just daydream a little bit. Go through all that in your head of what if, what if this, what if I could be like this? What if I could live here? Live in the daydream a little bit. We did this all the time as kids and we tend to lose touch with that as we get older. And when we daydream again, it helps us connect with not just the future part of ourselves, but with our inner child as well. 
I highly recommend a book by Danielle Laporte, if you're struggling with this, called The Desire Map. And I believe it has a journal that goes with it as well, because it does. It focuses on more of that emotion side and the daydream and the what if, instead of the very specific concrete, you got to have it all laid out and got to have it all clear goals. And I, I struggle with that sometimes because I do help a lot of people with setting goals. And it does feel like sometimes that people check things off their list and they do achieve some of those goals. But at the end of the day, I always wonder, are those people actually feeling more of what they want to feel? Which is why I encourage them to bring the feelings into their goal process. Check out the desire map by Danielle Laporte if this is something you want to explore a little bit more. And of course, you know, I can hardly let an episode pass without talking about gratitude and actively during your day, play the game of gratitude. Look around you and notice all the people and places and things that you have to be grateful for. It's such a simple practice. However, most of us spend so much of our time focused on what we're going to be doing next, what's not working in our life, the frustration that we're feeling about somebody not being exactly like we want them to be in the moment, that we miss out on these opportunities for gratitude. Make it an active practice. It's not an attitude of gratitude. It is a literal practice where you're looking around you and saying things like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful that the weather is so beautiful. I love this fall temperature. I'm so grateful that We have grass under our feet. I'm so grateful for my home and where we live. I'm so grateful for my family. And take it down to really silly, specific things. Like, I'm so grateful for the creamer that I put in my coffee. Or I love pumpkin spice latte. That's one thing I love at this time of year. And just actively all day long, notice gratitude and notice abundance. Again, I know what happens for me and for a lot of people is you're like, oh, gratitude, that's great, but it seems too simple. It really is just that simple. And if you'll go back to the gratitude 3.0 episode that I talked about, if you're not feeling so good, you can just say, I wish I was grateful for this. Or you can just generally say, another practice is just generally say, may all beings be grateful. This is from my teacher, Matt Kahn, and I actually had a client tell me that the May All All Beings Be Grateful has really helped her to shift into a better mood, especially in her work environment when she gets frustrated and doesn't feel good during her day is that she just walks around and says, may all beings be grateful. And it has helped her shift her mood. It's because we're all connected that when you wish blessings on other people, it actually helps to uplift you as well. If you're struggling to answer the question, what do you really, really want, or just feel like you don't have that clear vision for what that is for the next three to five years, it's okay. Focus on the emotion of what you want to feel and practice some of the things that we talked about in the episode today to see if you can get closer to connecting with your future self. I hope you have a wonderful day today. Count all your blessings. And I look forward to talking with you again tomorrow on the show. morning light show if you enjoyed today's show please subscribe and share with your loved ones and for more insights and inspiration check out my website at firstleadyou.com thank you
Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Thank you.